0: Oh, let's move on now to uh, a feature I'm really looking forward to each Monday. Proud parents. We put the call out to listeners recently to tell us about their outstanding children or possibly outstanding grandchildren or other young people in their care. And we got a huge response. Thank you so much to everyone who took the time to send us an email. We're still making our way through them. Today we're joined by another very proud parent. Uh, his name is Rob, and he's going to talk about his fifteen-year-old daughter, Millie. Hi there, Rob. Good, Jesse. How are you going? Yeah, really good. Thanks for your time today. Um, yeah, and good. we're very happy to uh, provide you a forum to tell us everything great about your daughter. So introduce us to Millie.
1: Oh well, Millie. Uh, well, Millie's a fifteen-year-old um, Taranaki girl and um she's pretty remarkable i guess she was she was diagnosed with a medical condition known as Marfan syndrome uh, at birth um which created a few uh challenges i guess over the years um pretty significant um medical history um she wasn't she's supposed to live past the age of two so when she did it was a bit of a celebration oh
0: my gosh
1: and uh but i guess um the remarkable thing is she just kind of, through this adversity, um, she's gone on to become this uh, future para-athlete with um, her sights set on the 2028 Para- Paralympics in oh, LA. boy. Wow.
0: So, yeah, 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 she's cool. Gosh, that must have been a, a massive moment for you. Obviously, when you, when you have a child, you just hope everything will be exactly right, and, and then pretty soon afterwards, by the sounds of things, they have that conversation with you.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty challenging. I mean, you know, having a child's one remarkable thing. Having one that is um, that is healthy is another. Um, and so when you hear the term Marfan syndrome, of course, you know, you, you don't know, you can't find anyone that can tell you much about it. Yeah. So you jump online and you find out all sorts of um, stuff that you don't want to read. Yeah, um, Yeah. so it was a pretty steep learning curve for us. Um, but we, you know, we found some remarkable people, remarkable humans around the world, um, some Subject matter experts in the United States, so we we took it to the states, and we actually got on. Probably saved your life actually by doing that. Um, got really? on some pretty amazing medication and um, treatment plans. So how, the future how is it, bright for her.
0: Yeah, sorry. H- how does it affect people who have it? What is Marfan syndrome?
1: Well, well, I guess like any genetic condition, there's a there's a spectrum, right? So mildly affected to severely affected, and um, Millie's got is known as infantile. Marfan syndrome, so it's sort of towards a more affected end um, but it okay. essentially it's um, at a molecular level, it, it affects every cell in the body, so it's like every cell has a in you and me has a rigid scaffolding that supports it, and Marfan syndrome it, it doesn't, it's pretty floppy um, mm. it's like soggy noodles mm. so every, you know, and again, every part of the body has connective tissue, so um You know it can affect all major organs limbs you know ankles uh, oh sorry you know joints hypermobility but in millie's case the the significant thing was around her aorta so because the blood pumps pretty hard um and it comes out of the aorta hits the aortic arch and it just balloons up and it just balloons to a point where it can um where it can dissect and be fatal so that was the that was the, you know, the 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 significant thing for us was to jump on the the, the treatment yeah. to how we could manage that um, ballooning aorta. Gosh. How... So she had she had you know she had surgery at six, open heart surgery at Starship, um, but medication is amazing. You know we had, we found some amazing medication. Again, it was only ever tested on on mice. There was no true data, but uh, we used it. It worked. Saved your life.
0: Oh my gosh! Mm. A- and from the little you've told us, I don't think many people would have expected Millie um, having survived to
1: get into a life of sport. Tell me about that. No, no. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Unfo- you know, unfortunately, when you've got a, a any form of disability, sometimes access to sport and recreation is pretty limited. Yeah. So um, you know, she spent she spent her, her youth. You know, standing on the sideline, you know, because there wasn't a lot of uh, adaptation of sports at school, um, which, you know, really kind of used to roll her mum and I up. Um, But there's this amazing network um, through New Zealand called ParaFed, and we have a local branch here, ParaFed Taranaki, and ParaFed provide amazing opportunities for youth with disability in, in, in sport and recreation and play. And so, you know, you can do, you can just go along to that and enjoy it, or you can actually start, you know, it opens up some some real competitive avenues. Um, so every year, Helberg Games is held, uh, most recently, uh, the last few years in Auckland. And it's this three-day event, and all these kids from around the country come together. And, um, you know, at these events, there's all sorts, there's, you know, previous paralympians there's olympians there's scouts that are looking at potential paralympians so millie's been going to those since she was about seven or eight and um she really likes she's because she's tall she's like at the moment she's six foot one yeah she's got really long arms so she she loves throwing things mm. she's got massive levers so she can hurl uh discus quite a long way and she was actually spotted by um one of the para uh, ath- athletic um, leads, Raylene Bates, and Railings Holly Robinson's coach. So Raylene saw Millie and went, mm, right, hey, we've got a potential superstar here. So cut a long story short, she's been um, she's been fast tracked into the you know the uh, Paralympic New Zealand pathway, um, and is on to do some amazing things. And, wow! You know, at, at 15, she holds. Five New Zealand records and uh-huh. seated shot put and seated discus. Gosh! So she's got a, she's got a big she's got a big future. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty proud dad. Oh yeah, a bit of an understatement, Jesse. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, never like watching a child stand on the side while your other kids are running around. Um, and you know, so to be able to have this really competitive pathway that she's really into and can actually, you know represent the country on the world stage it's pretty remarkable so yeah bloody proud yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: You, you've also had some other tragedy in your life a few years ago
1: yeah yeah my um uh Millie's mum paula um she she uh she died of bowel cancer at the age of 49 um you know uh, it, it I mean, being a dad's one thing, right? But being a mum, uh, you know, the bond is massive. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I don't, I never really fully understood it until Paula died. But yeah. um, you know, this connection between those two was phenomenal. So she, Paula had a really short illness with bowel cancer, only eight months, and, and then um, and then died when the kids were young. Uh, so that's part of the drive, really, is to, you know, through that, through that Paula's death is just trying to create these amazing opportunities and get, make sure your kids are remarkable human beings. And, you know, so there's been this enormous personal growth that we've all gone through. Mm. But, um, you know, if Paula's on my shoulder making sure there's enough veggies at dinner at night and <laughs> but making sure that I'm advocating hard medically, but also, you know, on the sporting, sporting pathway too. So... Yeah, it's been tough, really tough, bloody tough for the kids. Um, you know, that whole grieving process is, is so complex.
0: Millie's 15. Um, Who so... are the other two?
1: Uh, yeah, so Millie at 15, got Daisy at 13 and Archie at 11. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: well, wow, so you've got busy. a lot on
0: your plate then, Rob.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, work, I just work part-time, and then I work part-time as an Uber dad where I just drive around in circles and <laughs> you know keep the keep the economy going or paying for fuel um, yeah, yeah yeah but you do what you know you do what you have to do right in situation you've you got two choices sit down and wallow in it or you know build up and move on and grow yeah,
0: yeah. Um, now I know this had nothing to do with you getting in touch with us but um, just in case people have been um, touched by your story I know you've got to give a little to get Millie to the Paralympics <laughs>
1: well look, i mean this is a pure coincidence we've just we've just set up a sponsorship program for milly um so i'm uh, just last week actually so we've got some corporate sponsors coming on board uh, my employers come on as a gold sponsor but also a lot of friends and families were co- contacting us about how we can support Millie. um so we have set up a give a little page you're right um and that's really just to over the next five years is just to because as you know, in, in, especially in sports, until you get a medal around your neck, it's all self-funded. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: part-time dad can't handle uh, five years of self-funding Millie around the world. So, <laughs> yeah, we've got to have some great sponsors. EnergyWorks, who's the local Taranaki engineering company. they um, That's my employer. They, uh, they've come on the gold sponsor. We've got a few others jacked up for the other sponsors. But, yeah, uh, Millie Marshall Kirkwood, Pathway to Paralympics. If you tell us the equivalent of coffee, that would be remarkable. That will get us there.
0: Do Do you know yeah. if anyone with Marfan syndrome has been to the Paralympics before?
1: No, I do, I don't. I've actually, you know what? I've actually said to people, I want her to be the first. Yeah. I don't know if they have or not. Um, I'm going to say no until I get told otherwise. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I mean, the the main, you know, the great thing about Amelia, she's she'll be the first. If she, I mean, you know, look, there's a long way to go before 2028, but she'll be the first Taranaki female para para yeah. athlete. So um, I'm hoping the region will get in behind her and make sure um, we can get her there. Yeah, she's got. She can throw it. She, can, I mean, she can qualify. She's she's qualifying. Um, so there's nothing stopping her now. Just time.
0: And just out of interest, what what other stuff does she enjoy as well as sport?
1: Oh well she's uh I mean she's got the brains of the family, so she's very academic. Um but she plays wheelchair basketball uh, most weeks. Um she's got a broken foot at the moment, so she's not playing that, although she does um she does play volleyball socially with her with her mates. Oh, um she is active, eh? Yeah, yeah, and she scoops ice cream for a job at the local <laughs> um the local ice cream store in the you know Um, in the weekend but plays the piano beautifully uh yeah she's yeah she's great she's awesome and hopefully she'll be the next um talanaki's first paralympian yeah
0: well the segment's called uh, proud parents you definitely qualify rob thanks very much for taking some time out of your day to tell us about millie i really appreciate it
1: awesome thanks jesse appreciate it
0: nice one rob kirkwood um If you're interested, you can find it, the Give a Little website, Millie Marshall Kirkwood. Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed that uh, uh, lovely story from Rob about his eldest daughter, Millie.